What's up, guys? Just want to give a special thanks to TopNotchOdds.com. Great new online sports book, and they are growing quick for good reason. They're trusted, easy to use, unbelievable customer service. How often can you say that about a sports book? Yeah, they've got great customer service. Well, it's true at TopNotchOdds.com. Uh, sign up today and enter promo code SHARPEDGE for up to a 200% deposit bonus. And the live betting is something I wanted to talk about. The live betting is is next level. I mean, I, I know live betting is kind of taking off. It's the next big wave with sports betting. And so that's important for websites to have good, reliable live betting options. And top-notch odds certainly does. They're not just going to have every game available for you live. They're going to have tons of product within the game. So if you want to bet on football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, you can do all of that and you can do it live, uh, topnotchodds.com. Trusted, easy-to-use website. Get your money in and get your money out. Even more importantly, very, very easy. I recommend them, uh, topnotchodds.com. Enter promo code SHARPEDGE. What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. On today's show, NBA Tuesday. Well, Basketball Tuesday. Today, we're going to talk some NBA player value ratings. Let's do it. This is The Sharp Angle, every day on your favorite podcast player. Every Tuesday, going to be Basketball Tuesday from this point forward, at least until the end of college basketball. And uh, it's going to be sometimes college, sometimes NBA, as I said today, NBA player value rankings. And uh, we're going to give you our top five most valuable players in the NBA. Special thanks to Top Notch Odds, great new online sports book. Looking for a trusted, easy-to-use website to place your bets? Check out topnotchodds.com. Enter promo code SHARPEDGE for up to a 200% deposit bonus. Topnotchodds.com. Check them out. All right, so like I said, five best players in the NBA. And actually, let's quantify this, what this list is today. This is not my five best players. I just misspoke. These are my five most valuable players. So if these players got hurt, if these players got suspended, they would have the biggest impact missing time for their respective teams than anybody else in the league. I don't have James Harden on this list, for example, because if James Harden gets hurt, I believe James Harden is going to be an MVP contender again this season. He's going to have great numbers. So far, he looks very good this year, very efficient. But if he gets hurt, Houston's still a very good team. He doesn't drop that much of the line, doesn't move the line that much to be considered, in my opinion, a top five NBA player for line value. It's not just how good these players are. It's what's around them and what do they have to deal with. And this is live. So just like my power rankings, just like any other ranking system, this deals with up-to-date information to the hour. So as I record this at 3.15 Pacific time, November 12th, every injury it's taken into account, every last piece of info is taken into account for these power ranking systems. So my top five NBA players in terms of points they're worth, and yes, I'll give you the amount of points they're worth as we do this. So let's go right now, uh, starting at number five. Number five. Pascal Siakam for the Toronto Raptors. Now, before you jump down my throat here, you have to look at what he's done this year and how much he's getting the ball and what they're really asking him to do, especially since Kyle Lowry uh, was just injured. Again, this this factors in everything, right? Kyle Lowry's going to be out for a few weeks. Well, he has been out. And they've really asked Pascal Siakam to do so much more than he's actually used to doing. Now, he's only 25 years old. Last year, as he broke through... Obviously, he's a 24-year-old. 
He, I think he took a lot of people by surprise. Now, the question is, can he be that number one guy this year, next year in Toronto? I don't think so. I think he, he's a great number two. They're going to have to get another number one. But for right now, he's producing as, he, as if he were a top five player. And again, with the injury to Kyle Lowry, I think it's fitting to have Pascal Siakam worth four points. So if he gets hurt, it's going to move the line four points. He's shooting 49%. And again, much, much bigger role than last year. And he's pretty much averaging a double-double. Pascal Siakam's putting up 26 points, 9.5 rebounds on a team that a lot of people thought would fall off after Kawhi Leonard left. They haven't. Kyle Lowry's hurt. Pascal Siakam really stepping up. Number five in my power ratings. Number four. Now, the Lakers are going to have a couple guys on this list because I believe the Lakers, although they're a more complete team than last year, the data says they're still very reliant on two guys. Anthony Davis, number four on the list. He's worth four points, just like Pascal Siakam. He's averaging 26 and 12 this year, and they can really move him in between the center and forward position, and his versatility has proven to be a thorn in the side of some opponents. It's tough to plan now for the Lakers and the way they play overall, especially defense, when you don't know where Davis is going to be lining up. Now, I will say the Lakers are winning because of a lot of defense this year, but defensive efficiency, Anthony Davis, and I'll just go ahead and say LeBron James as well because you guys know he's on this list too, they're both top five in defensive efficiency. I mean, these guys are very, very good this year, playing very well together, even though Anthony Davis is currently supposedly banged up with that shoulder injury. He's averaging 3.1 blocks, four assists per game. Overall, very, very complete player. Anthony Davis, number four on this list. Number three. Luka Doncic. Okay, 33.1 usage percentage is fourth of qualified players in the NBA. He's getting the ball a ton, and when he gets it, he's doing something with it. He's pretty much averaging a triple-double. 28, 10, and 9 assists. If he's efficient, Dallas wins. It's funny. You start breaking their games down game by game, and you look at when he's over 31. It's just an efficiency rating on NBA.com. About 30 is where you start entering elite category. Anytime Luka Doncic is over 31 percentage, or excuse me, efficiency percentage, they're winning. When he's below 31, they're losing. So it's like, I know that Dallas is talented. I know they're having a couple different guys contribute this year, even with Luka Doncic averaging a triple-double pretty much, 33.1 usage percentage. So they're getting contributions from other guys on the team. But when Luka Doncic is not efficient, they tend to lose. When he is efficient, they tend to win. That, to me says very valuable for how the team does. Luka Doncic worth four and a half points, number three in the NBA. Number two, LeBron James. And I know there's a lot of LeBron haters out there, but folks, the numbers don't lie. LeBron worth five points this year in the NBA, and this is just unbelievable what he keeps doing year in, year out. You talk about usage percentage, LeBron James, 30.7 usage percentage. He's averaging 24.5 points, 8.3 rebounds, and 11 assists. (laughs) I mean, there was an article earlier this week on 538.com. Go check it out for yourselves. Easy to find under the uh, sports section. Talking about LeBron James, how when you really boil it down, and this is what I love about 538, they're not worried about any biases. They're not worried about any names or jerseys, anything like that. Just the data. LeBron James is he's legitimately elite at every single position. <laughs> I mean, there's never been anybody like this in the NBA. Maybe you could say Magic Johnson, but Johnson was uh, versatile in what he could play. But nobody would argue that when he played center, he was now elite. 
amongst the, the elite centers of the league. I know the times have changed. I know that 2019 basketball is nothing like 1980s, 1970s basketball. Well, I guess I shouldn't specify the 70s. Magic Johnson was drafted, I think, in 78, 79. But either way, my point is, it was a different game. I understand that, to go from 1 to 5. But when LeBron James is asked to handle the ball and then play center on a couple different possessions, it's it's very it's amazing, folks. And he's not being asked to play center as much this year because Anthony Davis is sliding over from the 4 to the 5, kind of back and forth there. But I don't know how you can argue with LeBron James being so valuable for the Lakers. Look what happened last year. They were on pace to be a 4 or 5 seed. He gets injured. They don't make the playoffs. I understand bringing Anthony Davidson makes them a better overall team, but if LeBron James gets hurt, I really believe that it goes to the line adjusts about five points, I say, organically, if LeBron James gets hurt. LeBron is first right now in qualified players for assist percentage. Listen to this. When LeBron's on the court, he's assisting 51.7% of the time. That's good for number one in the NBA. So he's one of the best players with the ball in his hands. He knows how to find open teammates. And his scoring efficiency is off the charts. So for those saying, yeah, he, he passes up all the shots, gives everything to his teammates, that's, that's just false. He's not. When he, He's shooting the ball a lot, and when he does shoot, he's one of the most efficient shooters in the entire league. I should say scores, not just shooters, anywhere on the court. LeBron James, very good. I mean, I'm going to take him down in this list when he deserves to be taken down. Also, one of the best in the NBA uh, at, at turnovers. 12% of the time he's turning the ball over. That is one of the best for how often he brings the ball up the court. LeBron, number two in the rankings. If you don't like it, find me on Twitter, at Tyler Walgie. You can yell at me there. LeBron, number two. Number one. Giannis Atentacumbo. Now, I know Giannis is valuable. A lot of you may say, wow, the Milwaukee's pretty good. Is this too high of a rating for Giannis? And I would say if the Milwaukee Bucks are completely healthy, number one is probably overdoing it a bit for Giannis. But right now, Chris Middleton's out for about a month. He just got hurt. That's going to be a huge loss for the Bucks, And a lot more is going to be put on the shoulders of Giannis Antetokounmpo, specifically scoring. And if you look at Giannis this year, his shooting percentage, a lot of people rag on Giannis because he shoots so close to the basket, everything's a dunk. Well, that's not true this season. Giannis this year is shooting 58.5%, which is very good from the floor, and he's 63rd in expected field goal percentage. So what that says is if the average player in the league is taking the shots Giannis is, they would be 63rd in the NBA for shooting percentage. That, uh, that doesn't say to me layups and dunks. That says some pretty tough shots in there, okay? So... He's taking on a bigger role as a team player this year. He's handling the ball more. He's not bringing it up, but the ball's in his hands more. Giannis Antetokounmpo is shooting the ball more, like I said, and it's he's doing well. 29.5 points, 14.3 assist, or, uh, rebounds. By the way, that 14.3 rebounds, good for second in the NBA, just behind Andre Drummond. So... He's kept it up from last year, MVP form. Giannis is probably the best overall player in the league, which means he's going to be inherently good. He is worth five and a half points in these rankings. But it's also because of the Chris Middleton injury. Chris Middleton is a very good player. He's solid both offensively and defensively for Milwaukee. And with him out this next month, these results, what we're going to see from the Bucs, is going to, it's going to rely purely on how efficient can Giannis be. 
So I have him number one on my rankings with five, worth five and a half points. Let's go through them again. Number one, Giannis Antetokounmpo worth five and a half points. LeBron James, number two, worth five points. Luka Doncic, uh, number three, worth four points. Anthony Davis, number four, worth four points. And Pascal Siakam, number five on my list, worth three and a half points. And I would actually say he's probably three and a half to four, probably 3.75 or so for Pascal Siakam. So... All right, that does it for today's show. First uh, first NBA, first basketball show. Next week, we'll probably do a little bit more college, but just wanted to kind of get warmed up with some of these player rankings. Let me know what you think of them. And uh, on tomorrow's show, of course, college football preview with uh, college football expert Will Chambers. We will talk to you then on The Sharp Angle. This is The Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player.